0: Hey everyone, welcome to our podcast. I'm Sally. I'm Linda. I'm Ming. And we're moving along.
1: Hi everyone, welcome back to our third and final installment of our Dating Trilogy series. Um, So we've talked in the past about dating interracially, interculturally. Um, Last week we talked about um, dating during quarantine, in our love languages, and long distance, and today's episode is going to be about dating apps, and pros and cons, and dating online versus in real life. But before we begin, of course, we're going to start off with our weekly recaps, and I guess today we should start with, out with Linda. So how was your week, Linda?
2: Um, oh, Sally came to my house to drop off and oh, aloe yeah. baby, I think yesterday, Ooh. Sally. Okay, my mom was so excited. To, it was oh, two, two days, days ago. Like <laughs> she was so excited to see you. She's like, "Get out of the way!" Like Sally's here. And then she opened. <laughs> she opened the door.
0: Uh, yeah, <laughs> she opened the door, I, <laughs> I was surprised it wasn't And then here. I <laughs> was like
2: scrambling to like gather like the proposta to like give it to you and stuff. I was like, "Wait!" And then you guys are talking, <laughs> and oh my god, Sally, your Mandarin voice is so oh my like. Gosh. Cute,
0: <laughs> my Chinese is so rusty. She was talk- I forgot that your mom would like talk to me in Chinese, so then when she talks to me, I was like, Oh, shit I need to like prepare my brain.
2: <laughs> She's like, Do you need a custom? Wait, Linda, huh? what did you
0: call Sally? Huh? Chinese,
2: what would you say? It was cute, yeah, it's cute. Like, your voice is like different. Oh. or you're trying to like uh, talk in Mandarin or something. Maybe it's her, I don't know, talking to an authority voice. An
0: authority, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I talk differently.
2: Yeah, you talk kind of normally.
0: I feel like my voice changes depending on the language that I'm speaking. Mm. It's weird. But yeah. I also went to Minx house after that.
1: Yes, she made her <laughs> rounds. <Made her> round. <laughs>
0: Did you also get an aloe baby?
1: <laughs> no, I got a... What is the plant called? Some kind of pothos? Um, No, it's a philodendron.
0: Silver phylogendron.
1: It has like silver marking on it. It's pretty cute. Mm-hmm. but sally did not have to talk chinese at my house so <laughs> actually I mean, his mom did not come to greet me no because you were down like by my mailbox and it was so i did not expect you to be out of your car like pulling stuff out of your trunk <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway luna was that the highlight of your week mm, yes it was the highlight of my week um oh the other thing is i have a Movie recommendation So the Renegade Tassa watched Dear X this weekend. Um, it's like a Taiwanese mm. movie and it's supposed to, okay, it wasn't marketed as a comedy, but oh wait, my gosh, I was wait, wait, crying wait, wait. on is, Google is the, Hangouts.
1: Is it the one what? with the, about the mom and the son and the dad who died?
2: Wait, I watched it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty and good. Then, is it on Netflix? Wait, oh my god, yeah, it's on
0: Netflix. Yeah, is it on Netflix? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm. Yeah.
2: And then the the dad was like had like a gay lover and he like mm-hmm. left the insurance money or something to his like um partner and then the mom is like trying to get it back and then there's like the kid who's like the narrator in the middle and it's like super emotional. Also like really pretty. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. Sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. How often do you meet with your renegade TASA group? Um, Every week. Mm -hmm. So it's
2: basically like the TASA.
0: That's nice, What do you do every week? Hmm? Do you have like a set schedule of what you do every week? Or is it just someone brings something up and then you do it? I think
2: it's like someone brings something up. Like we have like a list Mm -hmm. of topics to talk about or sometimes we would like do a prompt and then share it mm-hmm. um,
0: that's cute mm-hmm. it's nice to have like social what like social opportunities <laughs> i guess social gatherings yeah. like <laughs> outside of college i feel like it's kind of mm-hmm. rare especially mm-hmm. during pandemic mm-hmm.
2: yeah and the it's other harder. people are like our age so not like they're not in college mm-hmm. so it's also kind of different but also kind of mm-hmm. the same too Okay. Um, Ming, how was your week?
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I had my Chinese class, so I have that weekly too. And so when you were talking about how, I guess when Sally was like, it's kind of cool to meet people. I was thinking about that because I feel like this is the first time I'm meeting someone new. Like in college, I feel like you're always meeting new people, but like mm-hmm. of course, being at home. And then, like being out of college, it's like really rare. Besides my coworkers, which I haven't even met yet, so yeah, it's it's been interesting meeting these people. Um, but the class is pretty cool. Um, we learned a few, a bit of vocabulary and stuff like that. So I don't know. It's what just did you learn we last do. week? Um, I learned how to say hobby.
2: Say it. <laughs> like say my it.
1: hobby. <laughs> say it. <laughs> I'm, I'm put on the spot. <laughs> um, so it's really cool because we learned that it means like love <laughs> and good. So it's like I how <laughs>
0: She was brushed it aside.
1: I have this <laughs> hobby. And then he told us to like <laughs> look up some of our hobbies. So I actually looked up rock climbing. And so now I know how to say rock climbing in Vandering. Let me see. Because I actually don't okay, know. Mom, <laughs> I don't know
0: either. Uh
1: Panyan. Panyan. Oh, and it, th- then there's like another phrase for like exercise but after it but i don't really remember that part you <laughs> yeah, Yeah. <laughs> yeah but yeah it's pretty wow. cool um besides that i actually did go rock climbing um the past weekend and i hit a i don't know pr or personal record or whatever of oh, like wow um a difficulty level so that was pretty good because i was literally on the ground looking at it, and I was like, I don't think I'm even going to try to do this. But then everyone else was trying it, so I was like, okay, I can't be, you know,
0: mm-hmm. embarrassed. <laughs> I can't be a wimp. Wait. How do you know the difficulty level for, like, actual rocks?
1: Yeah. Um, like, how do you gauge that? So there's a website, actually, for, I think it's in just for this area of rock climbing, and people will, like, rate it based on what they think, and so it's kind of like mm-hmm. a common knowledge that it's, like, within this range. And then a lot of time when you're climbing, if there's other groups there, they'll kind of be like, oh yeah, that's that's a good climb, like that's a 5'8 or a 5'4, that s- sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, I don't know, just like kept knowledge, I guess. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was it was kind of difficult, so it was like really nice to get to the top and I felt like super accomplished. So mm-hmm. that was like the highlight of my week, I'd say. How was your birthday? Well- I'd still say rock climbing was the highlight of my week. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> but my my birthday was pretty good, and it it's different than last year, of course, because we're you know staying at home or being a little more um distanced. So I just went to a pumpkin patch with my family. I don't know. I always feel like going to the pumpkin patches and like berry picking or apple picking seems like so. It seems like a lot more fun, I guess, in like your mind. And maybe Mm -hmm. it's because I went with my family, not with my friends, but it really is just literally picking stuff (laughs) and then, like, calling it a day, so. (laughs) I mean, I picked up a pumpkin. They had some raspberry picking, which was fun, and it was nice to spend time with my family outside of the house, but, Mm
0: -hmm. yeah. Wholesome.
1: Not a bad birthday, and then Linda dropped off some wine, so. That's wholesome. (laughs) You know, a well-rounded celebration. (laughs)
0: do you drink Uh, but
1: what about you sally
0: no i did not wait for your next happy hour (laughs) okay my weekend um over the weekend i picked weeds so on saturday i was picking up picking weeds at my church because my dad is like he's like a deacon facilitator yeah, he's a facility deacon. Oh. So, like, every time they have service day, my mom's like, you should help your dad out because he's always, like, out there laboring for the church. So, <laughs> I feel like, I kind of feel bad. Like, I should be helping out, too. But anyways, I picked weeds for, like, three hours on Saturday. And then the whole, like, two days after that, my back was aching. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I've been, I'm getting old. But um the highlight of my week was probably, I started this new K-drama. And I'm also watching like, one that's, like, currently airing. So the one I started recently was Startup. It's, like, about... Um, it's about startups, basically. Like, there's a bunch of people who are interested in, like, starting up their new company. And then there's this, like, company called Sandbox that are helping, like, new startups to kind of, like, get their feet wet and stuff like that. And the main character is, like, her dad his whole like life long goal was like to to run like a startup and like be successful but then yeah stuff happened but anyways it's really like funny and cute and I really like the actors and then the other one that I'm watching is like Record of Youth um Mm. and it's also like this one's about the main character the male lead is like an actor and at first he like really struggled to try to get his name out there and he's from like a not really poor, but, like, you know, like, a mid- middle-class family. And then the girl actress is, like, a make- starting-out starting makeup artist. So she's also trying to get her name out there. So it's, like, the common theme mm-hmm. in these dramas is, like, youth and, like, trying to pursue your goals and passions, which is, like, something I'm living for. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. It like, it's, like, inspiring to see someone succeed because... I feel like my life isn't going anywhere <laughs> at It week. sounds like a more grown up <laughs> version of like the survival shows. you know how they're like you know trying
2: to get to the top and like be youthful, but now they're like, mm-hmm. you know, actually working, and they're like adults and stuff,
0: Mhm, yeah, so that's what I've been enjoying, but yeah, that's all for my week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this episode, like Ming said in the intro, we're gonna be talking about dating apps and comparing it to dating it in real life. Since um, we're in pandemic times, dating on apps is becoming more of a like a bigger player in the dating game recently. And both me and Linda have downloaded online dating apps to try to find someone. So we're gonna talk about our experience on these apps and compare it to um, meeting people organically so first off let's go around and share what we generally look for or what we're attracted to when we're dating people
1: yeah i think that we all have some sort of experience on the apps in general like we know the general layout and we've used one or like some sort of one before um, even if it wasn't too serious but yeah i think in generally what i look for on the apps versus what i look for in real life is a little different because Mm -hmm. apps are like inherently superficial and based on physical appearances. Mm -hmm. And now like, now of course they have Hinge where you can like see someone's personality a little bit more with the prompts a tiny bit, but it's still like so superficial. And then like in real life, I feel like I typically go for maybe like more personality based or like I'd rather be friends with someone first or have a friend relationship. So it's so different because on the apps, no one really wants to be friends first. Like no one's looking for just like a nice conversation. They want, you know, what they say. They always want something a little bit more. So it's kind of like you have to go into it with those expectations, um, but maybe Linda, you can talk a bit more about like how you use the apps to get what you're looking for. I don't know because I don't really have that much experience in
2: terms of like the app dating, like seriously. Mm. I think that what the qualities you look for are definitely more distilled when it comes to dating apps or like more intensified because you can easily like filter through people and like your brain does it so fast like you look at it for like one second you're like nope or you're like "Hmm." Mm -hmm. um and also I feel like the types of pictures or the information people post there's like a few broad categories that people fall into like you're either a like a white dude holding up a fish or you're like (laughs) a fuck boy or you're like one of those like i'm looking for a wife type of people so Mm. or a troll yeah or a troll Mm. i think those are kind of funny yeah if you come across them um but i I think the type it definitely like you filter it out a bit more you don't really give people a chance if their picture is looking ugly or something but you know their Mm. like bio or their text is pretty good, then you have to kind of, like, I guess, glean (laughs) what you can from Mm -hmm. the information. And some people don't put a lot because they want to be mysterious and stuff, and I feel like I'm also (laughs) the same kind of person, like, I don't (laughs) know what to put, so I might as well not, put anything.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. I feel like it's hard to, like, show your whole personality with, what, three prompts? Three, like, prompts that are, the questions are preset, and... Mm -hmm like five pictures or six pictures
1: Mm -hmm. yeah and i guess that's like true what linda said where you're going through it so fast sometimes that it's almost like a game and it's like a speed thing at a certain Mm -hmm. point um and also what you said sally about um it's hard to you know, learn about someone. It's also you're learning about someone from their perspective of themselves, which is kind of yeah, weird. Like, true. they're mm. the ones that have selected those photos that they think best portrays them, which is different than, like, if you see someone just, you know, randomly in real life in a class or, like, in a store. They don't really get to... I mean, to an extent, I guess, with, like, wardrobe and makeup, they can, you know, choose how they look, but, like, you, they don't get to cha- choose how
0: you see them. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like they're putting all like an additional filter on top of what you see from them through mm-hmm. these apps in. I don't know. Yeah. It's weird.
2: Yeah. But you also get like what they value from what their filter is like, you know, like that's if their true. pictures are like them and their hobby, you're like, okay, so they must really think that's important, or this some like weird artsy photo. Um, mm-hmm. Then you're going to like my get to know them through that lab. too.
0: <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> that's my lab ASMR.
1: Highest priority. I think that's a good point too. Like especially when it comes to more of the like the text that you're putting down, like the bio or the prompts. Like I, okay, so I downloaded Hinge last night just, you know, to experience it um, <laughs> for this episode. And something I realized was like, yeah, with those prompts, there are so many choices of prompts you could choose and then on top of that how you answer it so it is like showing a way of like your values i guess and like some people had like very interesting ways like they wanted to come off as humorous but then mm-hmm. you could see that it was like a little too try hard humorous yeah but then some people were like super like straightforward with what they wanted or what they expected or there was someone who was like if you um if you something about like if you believe that cops are good or something then you can keep swiping like it was very like their the profile was very social justice heavy mm-hmm. and they made it very obvious so obviously that's a high value for them high priority
0: so mm-hmm. okay but most people who answer like what you value in a relationship like those kind of questions seriously i'm like x on them Oh <laughs> yeah, I, I don't like, like that either t- <laughs> i don't like people who are too serious about like trying to find a relationship oh okay okay is it just like, for that prompt i don't know if they're like, like serious about finding a relationship but like when they answer the questions too seriously i'm like x mm.
2: yeah <laughs> also it kind of sounds the same like whenever they answer the question they're like i want someone who can make me laugh like i want no yeah someone who Those can like um mm-hmm. like blah blah it just kind of sounds the same like there are qualities of a good partner that are pretty much like universal mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. it's like when you're digging like going through college essays and everyone's saying the same thing yeah that's true
1: well i guess another question then so we can like set the set the scene is like do you prefer like if you had a choice of how you could meet your significant other do you have a preference of like in real life or on apps or do you have like a slight bias towards one or the other or do you like not care because i think initially there was a like of course a lot of bias against any technology that's new and so when dating apps first became a thing it was kind of seen as almost like oh you must be desperate to go on those or like especially when it was just like online dating not even apps but now I feel like it's more acceptable but there's still like a tiny little bit of you know is it legit Mm -hmm. you know will you actually find Mm -hmm. someone to marry or something off of it
2: yeah I do feel like there's like bits of both like biases because I think I value like organically meeting someone more because you're like more Mm -hmm. invested in the person because when you're Mm -hmm. meeting someone organically it's like through some kind of purpose like they're a classmate like someone you see regularly so you have like that pre like connection with them already so if something goes wrong then you can't just like ghost them like and do anything weird because you're gonna see them again Mm -hmm. um also it's just like that like meet cute factor is the (laughs) appeal but also for dating apps I feel like it's weird for me to be in public and like meet someone because I'm just like minding my own business like doing my errands and I'm not in the Mm -hmm. mindset of like talking to people you know Mm -hmm. but on apps it's like you're kind of given explicit permission to see someone because I feel Mm -hmm. weird like going in public and I looking at someone and be like (laughs) (laughs) because they're just minding their own business you know like they're in the streets so
0: then at least
2: on apps you can like approach them and then if you if it's like a matching system, you know that they're like giving you permission to talk to them.
0: Yeah. But it's also like in the same way that like you're giving people permission to look at you. I also feel like it's weird because when it's people that you already know, like that you see on the app, they're like, oh, so these people have been looking at my profile too. (laughs) And it's just like weird because you know them in real life and it's just like in real life, you wouldn't want them checking you out. I don't know. Mm,
2: (laughs) That's true. But I don't know, what can you do? (laughs)
0: Yeah, I can't do anything.
2: That's why I wish there I had was to... an option. What?
0: That's why I had to set my distance to ten miles at first. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I... Okay. That's what I was gonna say. I wish there was an option to like select who you don't want to see on the apps or who... block who can see you. But I guess that's the same thing as like changing your location. But yeah, Lena, you bring up a good point. Where, in a way, apps are a good thing because it's like that whole like permission thing, or like that's the whole purpose of it. Um, I guess it gets a little like like gray area when you don't know if people are going on for like a long term versus casual relationship but at least you know if they're on that they're available or they're at least like looking whereas like in real life if someone was to hit on me or like come up to me I'd be like probably really turned off by that like on an app it's because
2: you know you're asking for it even though I hate that phrase but (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I mean there's also a degree of like you can scope them out before even like connecting with them first like if you search up someone they have like a name that's kind of like unique you look them up and you can like mm-hmm. find stuff before engaging i guess
0: well they don't always show the last name mm-hmm. oh so you i found people their
2: first name before like if they put their like school <gasps> or something
1: <laughs> true investigator linda searching i mean it's basic
2: safety okay, yeah. protocol
1: what about a combination of like finding someone on the app and knowing that they're available or not seeing someone and then you like try to talk to them in real life? Because I feel like I have might have tried that kind of method or like I saw someone and I thought they were attractive and I was like, but I don't know if they're like seeing someone or like I don't know them that well. Mm-hmm. But then when I was on the app, I was, you know, swiping and I saw them. And I was like, oh, okay, so they're available. So that that gave me a little bit of like – uh, background knowledge or courage enough to like go talk to them in
0: real life mm-hmm. yeah i think it's always better or like it's more ideal in my mind to have someone that's like secondary in connection hmm. so like if i know or like i've heard of this person before and then i see them on the app then i'd be like i'd have more courage to try to yeah. talk to them on the app maybe
2: mm-hmm. Or also it won't be weird be to hit them unwilling. up yeah because yeah. they can be like hi like I know you from work or something and
0: mm-hmm.
2: also if you know them already then it's like it feels better than like talking to a complete stranger yeah. I think for me that I've only did like extended conversation with someone who I kind of knew or someone who mm-hmm. I have like a mutual friend with
0: mm-hmm. yeah I mean, but all the sense. people I've seen so far are, like people I don't want to talk to but I kind <laughs> of know of <laughs> <laughs> yeah I guess that's a problem. Like if
1: you're not seeing the people you actually want to see, there's no way to, like, search them up, like, on Facebook <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um,
1: but maybe going back to the meeting people in real life versus apps, like, from my perspective, if I were to meet people in real life, I agree that, Linda, it's not really possible to really meet someone in a meet-cute, like, K-drama way of, like, bumping into <laughs> someone at a grocery store Crash or something like that. into them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Right, (laughs) crossing borders, like, that's not really realistic, Um, but again, there's, like, almost, like, a romanticized way of thinking, like, oh, we'll just, like, you know, start up a conversation and start Mm. chatting, and I think I am guilty of trying to force that too much (laughs) in the past, (laughs) like, trying to force a platonic relationship really quickly so we can move on to a romantic relationship, but, like, that didn't work, but... Do you guys think that you prefer that friendship step or like you don't
0: mind, you know, skipping ahead? Yeah, I definitely prefer the friendship step first because I feel like if you're looking, if you're trying to like date this person or like if your only intention of meeting a person is to date them, then you're like limiting how you you see this person. Maybe Mm -hmm. like if you see them as a friend first, there's like more options of like more things you could talk about or you can be like more open with them. And then if you're trying to just, like, jump straight to dating, I think, at least for me, I feel like I would feel more, like, closed off with this person or, like, I would have limitations on what I want to show them because maybe to, like, preserve my image or mm. to look good in front of them.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait,
0: Sally, I feel kind of differently because I think it can develop mm-hmm. concurrently, like, mm-hmm. friendship and,
2: like, romantic connection because I guess mm-hmm. if you're interacting and you feel, like, you have a crush or something i feel like i couldn't like stay like normal friends without like being extra or like having something change (laughs) you know also Mm -hmm. it's not like oh romance is the next step in friendship you know like friendship could Mm -hmm. be the next step after romance so it doesn't like really matter like which comes first or which thing you end up with Mm -hmm. Hmm.
1: Hmm. i think yeah that is Uh, A different perspective. I I guess I lean more towards Sally's side, too. Because I'm... I don't know. I agree that I would be too self-conscious of myself or how I portray myself if I had the mindset of, like, oh, I have a crush on this person or I want something to become
0: romantic from this. Like, it's almost Mm -hmm. too much pressure that I, like, self-destruct. Yeah. I feel like it's also, like, a self-defense mechanism to see them as a friend first just in case they don't like the romantic... So some yeah. part doesn't work out. You still, it's just like a friendship. Like you don't expect too much. Low expectations. Yeah, low expectations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I
1: guess it's kind of impossible. I don't know. Do you think it's impossible to cur- curate that, I don't know, friendship off of an app before romantic dating? Like have you ever matched with someone and like the conversation went really well, but almost like in a friendly way?
2: Linda yes
1: yeah i guess linda's the only one to speak to this
2: um i think i was talking to someone freshman year and then we like didn't connect for a bit but now like we've we're like talking again but over social media because we have a common interest and stuff like that Mm. but you know that's how we were introduced i mean they were a mutual friend of one of our friends so there was also that connection but it's just having like a whole um I guess, array of people that you can it, be exposed to. Like, odds are they're going to be someone that you connect with in some kind of way. And some people, oh, like Ming puts the podcast on, on, the, um, on your <laughs> Look, profile. it was Sally first. Okay, it was, <laughs> both of you guys. I took it off. <laughs> and then other people might put like their interest, like you can check out my art blog here or you can like, this is like a book that I like or something. And there's mm. a connection that you could, find somehow Mm -hmm. and then just follow them on social media and i think for people who are like part of the lgbtq community it's like easier kind of um to meet more people on apps if your city is like hard to like find spaces yeah that makes sense it's almost
1: like you could see it as a form of networking and just creating relationships not necessarily romantic it's just the part where i keep like thinking that it's tricky though is like if someone has different expectations of like where this is going or something like okay mm-hmm. i made hinge for literally less than 24 hours last night and like i'm someone liked i don't know how that works someone liked me i guess or liked the prompt and immediately mm-hmm. asked me out on a date i was like this is very <laughs> very bold message. and aggressive of you <laughs> Um, and so in that case like our interests or our expectations did not align at all so I feel like even though a dating app makes it very like structured and like you can list out literally every preference you have or like you know you can curate your account there's still like that murky area of you know people going into it with different like you know expectations I guess Mm -hmm.
2: I don't know Mm -hmm. yeah also Ming, I think should we talk about this? Like you mentioned doing Hinge and Sally and I are on Hinge right now, but are there other experiences on apps that we want to share? Like Tinder or um Bumble Bumble or mm-hmm. um I don't know some something else. There's
1: there's other ones, but like I think those are the three that we've used, right? I've only there's used... like Coffee Meets Bagel or something like that.
0: <laughs> I've heard of them one.
1: <laughs> Yeah, maybe yeah. you can. Um, I guess if we go back to where we all started our with dating apps, <laughs> our dating app origin, um, I think it was you, Linda, right? Starting off with Tinder.
2: Mm, I think it was like the when we started college because I was like, it's a new <laughs> world. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, and then
1: like Sally and I followed shortly behind with like I kind of like Tinder? a troll account. It was like not our real faces. It was just, you know, because we were too scared. Okay, that's the thing, too. Like, you would think that with, like, dating apps, people would be more, you know, freed, I guess, to, like, express themselves. And I guess some people are. Like, some people are very direct or, like, very, I don't know, loose, I guess, Mm -hmm. of how they conduct themselves. But, like, for me, it's even more um, of, uh, pressure and, like, anxiety of being on the app because of what Sally mm. said earlier, that, like, you know that they know that, like...
0: Yeah, it's like, you know <laughs> they're that they watching know you. that you're on.
1: <laughs> Yeah, so it's, like, almost too much, too much, um, exposure, I guess, but, yeah, so we made a, you know, just, like, a little fake account to explore, and then I think that quickly got deleted. Yeah.
0: Well, we had some interesting conversations, and then we quickly <laughs> deleted it.
1: <laughs> yeah more seriously i think i picked it up later on uh, maybe like sophomore year i don't really remember but like i was interested in using it more seriously however seriously you can use it um and i don't know it was like that same trap of just like you know doing it for almost for like the the boost of confidence you know mm, it's, it's confusing because because at the same time, you're, like, anxious about people seeing you. And you're, like, oh, my God, I shouldn't be on this. And, like, do I really want this? And then at the other times, like, people will like you or want or super like you. And you're, like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I just yeah. had a, you know, this just made my bad day better. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Whenever I get a new match, I'm, like, oh. But then I see the profile, I'm, like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> but it's still, like, exciting to see, like, a new match. Yeah. Mm-hmm i think that's
2: something i like about hinge because they give you like a list of people who liked you so all i had to do is like mm-hmm. maintain that list and i don't even have to go to like the main like pool of people <laughs>
0: but the thing is you have to open them to in order to see like the next one down
2: and mm, i don't want yeah. the
0: number to go away so i don't want to open them <laughs> like i don't want the number of matches to go away
1: <laughs> wait sally okay i was that was something that i was confused by last night with hinge like when you look at your likes and you open them, like you said, to move on to the next person, you have to mm-hmm. like or reject the person, right? Mm-hmm.
0: I couldn't Wait, figure do... out a way to get around it. You can't. There's no around, okay. unless you buy, like, premium or whatever.
2: Linda, do you have premium? I think I just x would out of everyone so far. Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then they're, like, gone. You, like, yeah, like gone With forever. Tinder, you could look at their profile and then, like, you know, you know ignore them, but then you could always come back just to, like, I don't know, double check. Wait, how do you ignore them? Oh, when you, like, match with someone, they're, like, in your list?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh.
1: But, like, you have to look at the first person to go on to the next, and it almost, like, forces you to make a choice. And I guess in a similar way, if we're going to compare apps, like, Bumble's like that, too, where it almost, like, forces you to make a choice because mm-hmm. it has the time limit. Oh. Like, you'll only be matched for, like, 24 hours unless someone talks, right? And, like, and the girl has, can't... or, like, the woman...
2: I think if you're like a woman and a man, like the woman has to talk first. I think that's what like yeah. contribute to my failure because I would never talk.
0: <laughs> also, yeah, that's like contributes to my failure too on Hinge because I like don't want to send the hearts to, like most of the profiles I don't send hearts to, and then it's when I get the hearts, hearts, it's just liking. Okay, like <laughs> I don't want like to send the like, <laughs> but when I get the likes, I don't want to talk to them because I have to either talk to them, or reject them. So I don't want to do either. But actually, I want to reject them? them, but I just, you hoard, just hoard your likes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this one person, I because he sent an interesting comment, I re- replied mm. to him. But then he wanted to meet up, so I ghosted him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, hoarder, so but I'm like a purger, so I purge <laughs> <end> them all. Just <laughs> like X them out, all of them. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I shouldn't be hoarding because I can't see what the response is when I hoard.
1: That's true. Okay, out of all the three that you've chosen,
0: do you prefer Hinge or a, a different one? I think I still prefer Hinge because it's the people feel more serious. Like on Tinder, I feel like there's more fuckboys mm. and like out of pocket. It's like more people. Like, <laughs> it's more people like looking for hookups and stuff. I don't know. I, I, just, yeah. I feel like it's I feel like you don't know what you're gonna get on Tinder, but like Hinge is more like. <laughs> Respectable, more family friendly, yeah.
1: Respectable, family
0: <laughs> friendly. Respect- well, okay.
1: Coming from someone who like who just used Hinge for the first time, I think maybe something that contributes to that part of like respectability or like more seriousness is the fact that it requires you to upload seven photos, <laughs> six or seven photos with prompts, and then you have to answer at least three prompts, and it's just it's a lot of work. Yeah. Like I was doing it, it last night. I was like, Is this really worth it to do it just for the podcast? <laughs> Whereas yeah, Tinder, I can already... like upload a picture of my plant, you know, <laughs> that could just be me. So it does take a lot more, a, a little more effort, you know, yeah. a little more thought, which is a good
2: thing because you I know mean, people you would are think actually that. serious. But then there's some people who like don't put in effort still when there's three problems. Okay, but they then, they just then it's whatever. obvious. That's
0: true.
2: Though. Yeah. yeah you just that's true.
0: people. Yeah, you yeah. can really tell who puts in the effort and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I'm still not satisfied with my profile, though. I feel like i don't know it just like doesn't reflect me i don't know how to make it reflect myself well maybe you should let
1: us do a deep dive on your profile Uh, maybe off the record yeah Yeah. i mean that's like that goes back to the point that we brought up earlier where it really is how you want people to see you as Mm -hmm. so like it's almost like when I was making mine last night, I was trying to think of, you know, everyone says you have to have an, a good range of photos. You know, mm-hmm. like not too, not too many selfies or like group <laughs> photos. You got to arrange them nicely for a variety. And it was just like, I'm really putting this much effort in to see like a white boy holding a fish five times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like, you should take that demographic the fish. just migrated
2: from Tinder. <laughs> the
1: fish boy demographic.
0: I don't know. I don't know. Okay, let's move on. So, <laughs> Linda, since you have the most experience, I always wanted to ask you, like, how do you move from messaging like inside of the app to messaging outside, like, mm. text or Discord? Um. Discord? <laughs> yeah. Okay, the disc. Okay, I'm
2: like super passive when it comes to like talking to people, so I don't know if I have any advice for like escalating the situation. So I just wait always- for them to. Okay. Offer. Oh, they do. (laughs) Yeah, and if they don't, I just. But when is
0: the right time?
2: Whenever they offer, I guess. (laughs) Oh my god! I mean, like you can't just offer it directly. Like you have to talk for like a bit on the thing, Mm -hmm. or it's like someone you know already. Then obviously you can just talk wherever. Yeah. What's
1: like the minimum amount of texting or talking on the app that you expect before like moving on? Like, what is too soon? You know.
2: I mean, For a stranger, the personal conversation, someone you don't
0: know. Mm.
2: Like, okay. if you identify mm. a common topic, or like, oh, we're both on Discord, then it's not a big deal to migrate there. Also, Discord is like <laughs> another like, it's not like your phone number, you know. It's like another degree of separation, so it's more yeah. acceptable, mm. acceptable to go there, mm-hmm. and then, I guess, move on to texting or something. Um, mm-hmm.
0: And then, when do you move? Okay, how did you move from, like, texting to, I guess, video chat? And then, like, for your past experience, how did you move for, like, from just talking online to, like, meeting up? Mm. When do you set that threshold?
2: Okay, Sally, it depends on what you're talking about. (laughs) Like, I feel like you had to, like, seize the opportunity. Like, when you're texting and then there's, like, a chance for you to be like, oh, this is only... This is something I can show you only on video. Then you can Mm. ask and have it be like casual. Like, I'm going to show you this thing that I saw or like, I think right now it's easy to be like, oh, I'm going to screen share and then we're (laughs) going to be on video together. Uh. And then that's like a gateway to, you know, talking. Also, I will never talk on the phone with someone. (laughs) That's never going to happen. It has to be like video or like texting. Oh my Uh, gosh. But people think it's like intermediate.
0: Brings you back to what okay I remember that one summer sophomore year when I was talking to this boy who shall remain unnamed um it was yeah it was sophomore year summer I think no freshman year summer anyways so we were like most of the time we communicated versus Snapchat but then suddenly he was like can I call you and I was like (laughs) huh (laughs) <laughs> and then he called I was like okay fine and then he called me and I was just like I have no idea what to say to this person <laughs> and like they they just did all the talking and I was just like mm-hmm <laughs> and then when he stopped talking I just I was just silent because <laughs> I didn't know to say." is a
2: trend
1: is this a trend for you because we were talking in past episodes about how like texting is not that great for you <laughs> I just
0: don't know how to so- interact with people <laughs> what is the solution just now you have to be in person yeah i feel like i'm always good in person because i have to think on the spot or there's more Mm. pressure to think on the spot but then when you're just like communicating through text or call my brain just shuts off i'm like i don't know what to (laughs) say next
2: (laughs) actually yeah so oh my god snapchat like i totally forgot about that i think that was an intermediate you know, back then in, like, 2018 yeah. or whatever. Back in the but days. But then, like, Snapchat would be so, like, low-maintenance because you would just send, like, a thing of your face and then they would send a thing. And then yeah. you would kind of still be in contact, but, like, you wouldn't say, like, anything. Okay, you but just... you know where Snapchat
1: really, like, gets you, though? Is, like, when they send you something and you open it automatically because, you know, someone just sent you a Snapchat and you don't think that's a big commitment. But then if you don't reply to their text, then they get mad because you open their Snapchat but won't reply to their text. Is this a Personal experience. This is Personal bad. experience where <laughs> someone got upset with me because I was opening his Snapchat just because, like I said, it's just like mm-hmm. an automatic thing almost where like you don't associate it with like high pressure. Yeah. But then I was ignoring his text because I didn't know what to say. <laughs> and then, like, <laughs> a few minutes after I opened his Snapchat, he texted me, was like, So you can Snapchat me? <laughs> Who would actually confront you about this? Is this Dorito? That's a red flag. Stop. Yeah, that's from Dorito. I mean, you know, you can listen to previous episodes, but that uh, should have been a red flag. But it's like, yeah, again, it's like the the expectations are different on digital platforms, I think. And so. It's so much harder than in person. But yeah, Snapchat was like a nice... It was a nice know, intermediate text on it. Yeah.
0: yeah. And it was it like facil- low pressure. Mm-hmm. It facilitated some of my past experiences too oh do you want to go into that <laughs> no i will not <laughs> oh um, um wait sally so i you had Snapchat like
2: person did you meet them on the app or no
0: no i met them at a party no i, no, mm. I met them at church and then again at a party a church <laughs> okay <laughs> i don't think i'm not be
2: intermediate then it's like <laughs>
0: it's like i met them in in real life first and then we like continue the communication versus snapchat
1: sometimes people Mm. were i guess more willing to give their snapchat out and rather than their phone number i think that's what i did when i went to parties like i felt more comfortable giving just my snapchat also because it was probably just my name or something Mm -hmm. like easier than giving a number or like safer like one step removed from me actually (laughs) Yeah. So, like, you can always remove them if you don't want to see them anymore. Exactly. (laughs) Or, you know, the conversation can be like, what do you say? You don't have to save it. So it can, like, just disappear. And then there's, like, no evidence (laughs) of you ever associating with them.
0: (sighs) Okay. Well, now that we're moving on to, I guess, more concrete relationships, how, I guess, Ming, you have the most experience. How do you date online like with the online format what's your favorite way of dating online
1: (laughs) oh you mean like not like dating but like long term yeah yeah that's another thing that's confusing like the terms like Mm -hmm. seeing someone dating anyway so you mean like with me and my boyfriend right now yes um i think i am the exact opposite of you sally where i really like texting i like Mm -hmm. the fact that i can take my time to think of how i want to reply But also, if I do want to reply quickly, like, I can,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um, I like that I can communicate- I feel like I communicate better in words, like, written words, Mm -hmm.
0: rather than, like, a phone call or video, Uh so yeah, I prefer texting. Okay, actually, Um, I don't hate texting, it's just I hate texting strangers, because I don't know what to say to them, but, like, if it's people that I know well, like, I can text them. That's true, you're not a bad texter.
1: (laughs) You're just a little delayed in your response. (laughs) sometimes (laughs) okay you know that's the that's the benefits of texting you don't have to reply right away Mm -hmm. but i guess that's also the downfall of it because you'll like forget to reply to someone and then they'll think you're ghosting them or something yeah yeah i say texting is a good medium um it was actually snapchat for a little bit at the beginning of our relationship because again it was like a very temporary way of like you know, low effort, just like mm-hmm. Snapchat, snapping your face or like where you are, kind of <laughs> yeah. thing, and that was kind of fun. I don't know what happened to Snapchat.
0: I feel like no one uses it anymore. I think the streaks anymore. just made it too much of a Ooh, chore. That's true. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it
1: was
2: nice for what it was. Yeah, it's nice <laughs> to see a well, picture it like every day. It's like maintenance.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's Ma- nice to be in contact with someone, even though it was just a picture. Because you wouldn't, like, people, it's people you wouldn't normally text, but, like, Mm. you still have that kind of connection through that one snap streak. (laughs) Wait, that's
1: true. Mm. That's a good way of putting it, because sometimes, you know, there's those friends that you, you don't really miss them, but, like, Mm -hmm. it's nice to see their face or what they're up to. Mm
0: -hmm. Snapchat was a good intermediate. I don't think there's a way to do that now, really. Yeah. It Mm -hmm. was a nice way to, like, start a conversation, because you could comment on their snap story or whatever. Or their mm-hmm. Snapchat that they sent you. Wait, okay, that's a good um, segue into
1: what I wanted to ask you guys. Speaking of like digital dating, has anyone like slid it? You know, slid into your DMs, like whether that be on Instagram or I guess Snapchat. I don't know. Like, has They're anyone not successfully? Like... <laughs> 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 okay, oh. Lena, <laughs> putting them on blast. Um, did you ever like when you got it? I guess it depends on the message, but. It, was that, like, a turn-off or, like, appealing to you? Linda.
2: Linda. I mean, it was, like, a total stranger, so I was, like, who is this? Um, just, oh. like, ignore. Oh. But if, like, someone, That's like, weird. an acquaintance were to talk to me, then I would be, like, welcoming. I mean, not, like, welcoming, yeah. but, like, <laughs> I'll reply <laughs> to you. <laughs> like, it's, like, <laughs> it's, like, nice to hear I from you. I think people. I agree.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I think sliding into a DM,
1: like, it seems really intimidating, but... The way Sally said, like, oh, just comment on something that they posted. Or, I don't know if that counts as sliding into the DMs. But, like, I've done that before. Like, kind of with the intention of hoping the conversation will continue. Oh. Whether it just be, like, I want to make... I want to become better friends with them. Or, you know, something more. But... Did it work? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I feel... I think the one time I did it, the conversation, like, trickled off after a few days. Because there was mm-hmm. nothing else to back it up. Because... Like, no one wanted to, you know, exchange phone numbers or anything like that, so... But now I just follow them on Instagram, and it's kind of, like, embarrassing because I think they know that I, like, tried, and it didn't (laughs) really work, but, you know,
2: that was a while ago. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know the friend that introduced me to the Renegade Tasso. We talked on Instagram for a bit, and then it was just, like, that's where our whole conversation were, like, in the DMs, and now Mm -hmm. I think we're like digital friends kind of because we saw each other in real life two times but we still like see each other every week and like that's not the same as dating but if you have like regular contact with someone over like a digital means I feel like lines are kind of blurred like they can hit me up on Instagram if they they want to text me like they can totally text me stuff like that mm. um mm-hmm. so I don't know there's not an instance from like you can't do this unless it's like calling me like don't call me without texting <laughs> absolutely <or something. laughs> don't call linda <laughs>
0: no
2: that's
1: true if i saw someone even that i know that called me without being like announced i would probably ignore it <laughs> even me maybe sorry
2: would you ever call like
0: no i don't call anyone <laughs> yeah i feel like no one
1: my age that i actually like would call it I've just been getting, like, spam calls yeah. or, you know, my,
2: my
0: my mom. The only person, I, the only people I call is, like, my sister and my grandma. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Wait, I would slide in someone DM,
2: someone's DMs, though. I feel, it feels, like, more personal than on, like, an app. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's because also my, like, Instagram account is, like, art based so i had the mm. excuse so of that F- having excuse. being like yeah, a friend yeah. or something <laughs> and not having <laughs> be like not just me personally personal. myself and yeah. dming you is like mm-hmm. i want to connect have no you tried i agree before? have you tried it mm-hmm. i tried talking to people and it's been totally fine like that's how i like meet like mutuals not meet them but like engage with my more mutual followers and then mm-hmm. mostly like I guess, other artists, so it's not, like, super weird, like, more personal thing. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think,
1: actually, sliding into the DMs, well, I mean, we're talking about this from the experience of someone who doesn't get a lot of DMs, so, maybe if I was, like, an influencer and I was, like, getting them all the time, that would be a different story. Influencer, but... No, okay. But I'm just saying, I think maybe sliding into the DMs is, like, a... it gets a lot of, you know, heat for no reason because it is Mm -hmm. a way of, like, you can comment specifically on someone's post or story, and if it's someone who doesn't get a lot of DMs regularly, they, like that'll be an immediate notification, and then it's like you don't know that, unless they're pretty obvious, you don't know that they're hitting on you or anything, so it could just be like there's no pressure around it, or I don't know if I was to get a DM, I don't think I'd have my guard up really. Mm. Like, oh, oh wait, you to guys talk about. <laughs>
2: yeah. Do you remember that song? The, the the one that's like it goes down the DMs and then yes, yeah. It's like that's what I was thinking. Only, the time. Um, <laughs> and then there's like some line there about like consent or something. I forgot what it was. No, send your... me
0: that. Beep if it's okay. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> consent. Right.
1: Snapchat. Um, i never used it for that, but yeah. You know. It is if it's okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's okay yeah it's <laughs> okay i mean i guess we have pretty you know short dating experiences as it is like linda being the most experienced of us in terms of i don't know like dating digitally but mm-hmm. i don't know i guess moving forward now especially with covid people are becoming more more and more familiar with it and like moving it on to zoom calls or like as dates mm-hmm. so like i know wait linda you've done one right but... I did a share
2: session. Would screen you guys ever do session. that?
1: Oh, okay. So would you ever, like, you know, take this as a intermediate step between, I don't know, giving each other your numbers or something like that? Now that Zoom is more... I don't
2: know. Normalized? Like, is Zoom the intermediate now between app mm-hmm. and number?
1: Yeah, that's kind of what I'm asking. Like, Because now that everyone has it, they all know what it is. Or it could just you know, you don't have to have a phone number. Is that the new intermediate
2: stuff? Is that the new Snapchat? Snapchat? (laughs) I mean, okay, I think it's weird how we talk about like different escalating steps, like, first is the app, then is Snapchat, then is number, then Mm -hmm. is calling. But, like, I think it really depends on the content of your conversation. Like, you can have a super deep and, like, engaging conversation over, like, Snapchat or something. I mean, not me, because I totally forget anything that someone says.
0: (laughs) And then you can, yeah, like, you go back forget. and read You can save the chat. You can save the chat.
2: Okay, I feel weird but saving anyways. the chat, though.
0: Okay, oh, I have some friends who, like, always save the chat automatically, so... Yeah, but anyways, yeah. moving on. Okay,
2: moving so, on. I guess it's better than, like, asking you, like, what did you say?
0: <laughs> okay, so you can have, like, a
2: totally engaging conversation over, like, the app and stuff. So even though you move on to, like, a more intimate form of communication, that doesn't mean, like, your, like, connection is progressing necessarily Mm -hmm. that's true i don't know i guess i associate
1: Mm -hmm. steps in a relationship with the different devices or different platforms just because i like to i like the structure of knowing that it is progressing because i feel like if it was like kind of loose like that for me if they okay i hate when my friends do this and some of my friends know this but when you go from like talking on instagram dms to like texting me to messaging me on messenger i'm like can you stick to one platform <laughs> mostly for <before> efficiency <laughs> but also because i like just knowing like what i can expect from the person or where to expect it to come from so like if it was to like jump around like that especially with a stranger i don't think i could handle it but what if it was like
0: different topics like on tiktok we only say, send each other tiktoks and then on instagram we like send each other posts but then on iMessage we talk about our podcasts. i mean yeah but it's like yeah okay that's true
1: i feel like it's different with someone you're you're you barely know or like you're getting yeah. to know i feel like what am i like it's almost like knowing which app like what am i gonna expect from each one or like who am i gonna which personality am i gonna see today <laughs> oh my gosh
2: I don't know i'm exactly yeah because but... like for different apps like not even for dating apps like you portray yourself a different way on twitter versus like instagram yeah. versus mm-hmm. i don't know like facebook or something so it's like that strategy you have to i guess figure out what they like <laughs> and then what you're willing to share mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: but i mean it is a nice idea of thinking of like you can always you know de-escalate something or like you know it doesn't have to be in an upward
2: climb towards Mm -hmm. marriage (laughs) Mm -hmm, yeah i mean it's like progressing in like regular old dating like it's first it's like a kissing then it's like first base (laughs) and then you know like the different yeah yeah things it's like Mm -hmm. oh once you go like grocery shopping together that's like that's like um a level like reached or something like different Mm -hmm. milestones level I guess. yeah but it's like hard because like sometimes you meet someone immediately and there's like a connection that's like more immediate uh, it's hard mm-hmm. to quantify like actual feelings versus like are we talking on snapchat or are we talking on dms
1: yeah I, don't know. I mean that makes sense i also think it has to do with like not fully the idea of consent but the idea of like how familiar they feel or how comfortable they feel with you. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you were to go in those upward uh, trajectories of, like, oh, I have your phone number now, and like that automatically leads to, you know, something more or something more, it's like I would feel pressured to like keep up with that. And, and like if I wasn't feeling it, it would, I would have difficulty trying to like pause it or be like, oh, let's slow down or let's go back to like, you know, not texting that much. Like, it's hard once you get on that mm-hmm. progression, I feel like. So it's like hard to revoke part of yourself i don't know i don't know how to explain that but yeah it feels like you have to commit
0: yeah
2: yeah that's true i mean i can't even do that for like people i'm in contact with now like if you want to video call me less often like i can't it's hard to like say that Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm yeah
1: because it feels like you've already given them the permission to like it's like a precedent and then yeah you can't take back the precedent. Mm -hmm. but you can you can take back precedent (laughs) I mean this is hard yeah
2: thank you for listening to our episode about our experiences on dating apps as well as dating digitally across all of these different avenues and apps and kind of our experiences and struggles with escalating the situation as well as maybe de-escalating the situation. But (laughs) hopefully Sally and I will have um, positive experiences in the future for apps. And we hope that you maybe could relate to some of the stories we shared or could learn something if you're just wanting to get started into dating apps in this new quarantine era. Check out our
1: website at movingalongpod.com, where you can find all of our episodes and show notes with links.
0: If you like this episode, you can follow us on Instagram and subscribe on iTunes or Spotify. Until next time.
1: Bye. Bye.